The following episode was recorded over Zoom during the COVID lockdown. The technical audio quality may have room for improvement, but we did what we could and hope you can still enjoy our story and adventure. Hey there, Carmichael here. You're listening to Fables of Refuge, a series led by my good friend Jarrett Sullivan with our friends and creative peers, Jess Ayers, Allie Fitzgerald, Carter H. Michael, and Laura Daly. This is the first of many series planned, our firstborn child, if you will. If you like what we're doing or think you have the means to generously chip in and make our stuff better, please head over to patreon.com fablesd20. If you've never played D&D or watched or listened to any Dungeons & Dragons content before, I got you covered. Basically, it's an improvised adventure game where the players roleplay as their characters to tell an unscripted long-form story. They generally can do whatever they want, but the results of their actions are dictated by the Dungeon Master and the rolls of dice. The standard die used is a 20-sided dice called a D20, and basically the higher the roll, the better the outcome, one being total failure, 20 being total success. With that being said, let's begin. We're live! Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Fables of Refuge. Woo, 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 woo. All right, this is a live play D&D show where we play in a world of my creation. I'm your Dapper Dungeon Master, Jarrett Sullivan, and these are your players. Hi, I'm Jess Ayers, and I play Tazu, the Blue Dragonborn Monk. Hi, I'm Laura Daly, and I play Chandri, the Half-Elf Fighter. Hi, I'm Carter Michael, and I play Ash, the Tiefling Ranger. Hi, I'm Ali Fitzgerald, and I play Marza, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Carmichael. I play Julius the Treant. I was about to say Tiefling. Treant Cleric. I was just thinking, like, wow, we really nailed the intro. (laughs) 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 I'm brand. We Uh, fit up to the Treant. (laughs) Hey, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Little hanging fruit. Uh, Nice. Okay, so I just want to play. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> when when we last played, our heroes uh, had uh, gone on an investigation, kind of didn't stake out, all. stake out, <laughs> uh, attack some cultists, and then realized maybe they shouldn't have done so, and then uh, escaped with a couple survivors of that cult to interrogate, and then uh, made their way back to the murder house. Uh, where the initial crime took place, and uh, then the the Reeve is banging on the door. So that's uh, Bahamas Reeve, who you uh, went on this quest to begin with for, uh, not the Princely Guard. So there, that is a, a di- two different organizations. And uh, cool. Julius had commanded a uh, one of the guys you had captured <laughs> to halt as he was trying to escape out the back. Um, All right. Who's ever fastest needs to go grab them. I... I... Okay, go, go. I'm, yep. I will try and handle the cops at the door. I run Wait, out the back there... door. <laughs> is there a back door? Well, because yeah. they snuck that's out. That's how they escaped, yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right. I run out the back door to catch up with Balthus to make sure him and his unconscious friend do not go anywhere. Okay, uh... Yeah, so you uh, you run out there. They're not too far, uh, so but he is just like uh, he has taken Julius's command, and so he is just 
holding still and looking kind of confer- uh, confused. How long does that last, Carmichael? Man lasts around six seconds. <laughs> okay, so right when you get there, he's starting to like shake out of it and be like, ah, uh, and he's going to try to. And I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, we're going to have a conversation with the Reeve. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion or intimidation. How would you like? Uh, intimidation. You... All right. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, that would be a seven. All right. Well, um, he's in a very stressful place <laughs> with everything that, that just went on. And this was probably an ill-conceived escape attempt to begin with, being that he's dragging an unconscious body. So he's just gonna, like, deflate a bit. Uh, meanwhile, inside, boom, 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 boom! I will go and answer the door. Okay. Hello? Exit. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Okay. journey on that was just so depressing Uh, seven uh in the uh, as you open the door standing just outside fully armored plate mail is a dwarf he's wielding a large mace uh and mars's uh, eyes just get really big (laughs) uh and there do seem to be a couple other people with him uh in the uh robes of uh bahamut's justicars uh he just says, exit the building. All right. Guys, they want us to exit. Okay. I'm gum- I'm coming. Ask them if Justicar Flowers is there. Is Justicar Flowers here? You are to come with us. I'm not going to answer your questions. Hello. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, oh, and uh, our 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 partner is uh, with two of the people who um, uh, started the fire in the building. That's not a, a mistrue. That is not that is not untrue. So uh, <laughs> uh, he, he motions. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> uh, he motions uh, behind him with his free hand uh, and. One of the other dress cars goes around the corner. Chandra, you'll see him approach you. Okay. Um, Top of the evening to you. <laughs> uh, so the one that's uh, come back to you, Chandra, is... Uh, um, uh, you're with them, but you have them? Uh, yeah, so I'm with... Those uh, folks you saw in the house, these two here were with uh, some sort of organization that just blew up that building. So we thought you might want to question them. This guy's in bad shape, but he's stable. So do with that what you will. Uh, I, I never actually specified before. So uh, the unconscious person is appears to be female. Appears um, to be female? Okay. Yeah. Female so, uh, presenting. Just for, for everyone listening along. Uh, sure. The, uh, well, you, um, you best come with us. Okay. So he's going to walk behind you, lead you back, to, or uh, follow you back to where everyone else is, which only takes, you know, 30 seconds. Um, so this, this 
armored dwarf is watching you all. You were seen fleeing the scene and returned here. This house is under investigation by the Reeve and thus is under our jurisdiction. Would you prefer to come with us back to the Reeve or would you like to be taken to the princely guard? No, we would like to come with you, please, because um, what Justicar Flowers actually sent us to, like, investigate some things here. So we are actually helping you. Yes, and he did say that we could enter the premise of the house in order to do our investigation properly. Yeah, we got a key and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like you guys have maybe a communication breakdown inside the reeves. Maybe maybe we could help with that. I like nudge Tazu. Um, may, make I a don't persuasion re- recall check, any Tazu. of this. Okay, you can hand in the other I'm, mic okay. in this room. <laughs> because Tazu's persuasion is negative one. I rolled a natural 19, so I rolled an 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's the highest persuasion I've ever rolled for Tazu. Oh my god. Well, I was going to have him have a very difficult disposition, but uh, so <laughs> he's just going to cock an eyebrow uh, and take in the Dragonborn for a second. Mm. <laughs> That's a shirt. Well... I'm sure that will be in your favor. Uh, you should save it for the. In- make sure I say my word. I created didn't create word. I use here. You can save it all for the Inquisitrix. Okay. Ooh. We will. We will you stay lo- quiet until our legal representative <laughs> is what uh, nearby. Huh? If 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 we if we have the right to one, which I. If that if it comes to that. Which I'm you sure will be, still be asking the questions. Okay, up. okay, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, they start leading. Uh, he takes the front, and then the two others are behind the group. One is assisting with the unconscious individual. Um, as you're walking uh, back to the reeve, uh, which is in the cat, uh, you do notice there are actually everybody can roll perceptions because let's not let's roll dice. <laughs> see what you see. <laughs> Jess is doing great today. 20. Nice. Thank you, Patreon. So that's technically a 22. Nice. I rolled another natural 19, so I rolled a a, a 22. Nice. 20. Um, 11. 11? 12. 12? Natural 19 for 26. Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah, those um, 11 and 12, you're kind of like, you're both concerned about this situation. Sure. Um. Uh, you more focus on the fact that as you are being escorted out of the planks, uh, more uh, Justicars of the Reeve join the group and kind of have you boxed in. Uh, so they're, uh, they seem to have taken strategic positions uh, to keep you from fleeing. Uh, the uh, 20s and 19s and all the, the big roles, uh, as you're kind of being escorted out, you do see uh, people with buckets and people moving water, but uh, in the sky, there's an individual who seems to be flying, and they're just 
moving their hands about and tons of seawater is coming up from underneath the plank and just like pouring onto this building from this individual who seems to have uh, taken the uh, the lead of the fire brigade uh, soaking everything around <laughs> o- oak yeah. takes flames very seriously yeah um, so uh, they escort you back to Bahamas Reeve and uh, being the evening now the uh, and here in the cat there's more of those like gemstone lanterns that light the way so it becomes much easier and much more well lit and you uh, they escort you into the Reeve through the front doors and then they take you back to the what you can assume is the rear corner and there seems to be uh, a stairwell there um, he stops you and says, you will surrender your weapons and possessions. Okay. Of course. Okay. I hand over my swords. As you hand over over her stuff. (laughs) I hand over the shield. All right. So uh, they say, uh, uh, should you be given your liberty, your possessions will be with Quartermaster Kellen. Quartermaster Kellen? Mm-hmm. Kellen. Uh, and then uh, after that scenario goes down, they take they take everything. You just have your clothes, essentially. Um, what if I don't have clothes? Yeah, he, you, you keep, they let you keep your, uh, your scarf. Okay. <laughs> um, what about my crook? That was taken. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he then leads you up. Uh, seems to be two flights, and uh, you in, there's a hallway with uh, several doors, and uh, you are each given a cell. Oh boy! <sighs> cool, 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 cool. Each in a different cell. Yeah. We're going to be questioned individually, aren't we? Oh, this is good. I like this. I mean, uh, from a story perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Jarrett, mm-hmm. can can you describe what this place is and what it looks like and what it's made out of? Ideally, some stone walls. It's it's it is mostly stone. The the reeve is an mm. older building that uh, its foundations go down into the water and down to the bedrock down below, like, you know, one half of the Brooklyn Bridge does. Um, yeah, okay. So it, it stands on its own. Like, the rest of the city could fall. It stands as one of the great pillars that holds up the rest of Oak. Like, Oak is built. There are buildings and support structures built throughout Oak that are go all the way down. This is one of those. So uh, very solid construction. The hallway is decently lit, uh, each cell has a, uh, a, a small light that's magical so that it uh, it's not blasting, it's not blinding. It's clean. There is straw for you to lay on. There's a blanket and there is a uh, like a stein of water. That uh, is not, as far as jails go, um, it seems to be uh, like they care. They, they, they are not unjust with their prisoners as would be uh, appropriate for Bahamas Reef. I'll go uh, Tazu, then Marcel. <laughs> uh, 
do the the cell doors are they like bars or are they like wood? Uh, they're they're heavy wood, uh, and there does seem to be a uh, you know some metal workings in there for for some reason, but they, those are currently closed. So Martha, my question we can't is, can't talk to each other. Well, well, we're gonna find out about that. Out, <laughs> uh, what are the walls made of, and how thick are they between our cells? Um, they're made of stone. Hard to tell how thick they are. Mm, okay, then I guess. Because my message spell says one foot of stone, one inch, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood blocks the spell. So if it's thinner than that, I can send my message. So I guess I will try. Okay. <laughs> who, who are you sending a message to? Uh, do I know who who went in who went next to me? Uh, yeah, you guys can pick if you wanted to like make it by rows. You can just like decide who was put in what. I feel like the tree I, would I don't probably care. be put in last. I don't. I don't mind. <laughs> okay, okay, you'll you'll just... say you're you're next to uh, Chandri. Seemed to be next to you. Okay. Um, I I message Chandri and I say Chandri. I don't know if they're going to question us separately, but after they question me, I'll, I'll try to tell you what they said. It, you do not hear anything, Chandri. Okay. The, a foot of stone was one. Just she's Chandri sweating bullets. She has <laughs> been trying to avoid being in prison her whole fucking life. Marza hears nothing back and just drops her head in disappointment. <laughs> um. So you wait. Oh. <laughs> um. Unless you want to do anything right away while you're in your cells. I'm looking at my spells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's there's any sort of window, I just want to see thing. what's outside. Uh, yeah, Ash, they would have they, they would have taken Sora um, to her own cell. Um, they're, they're probably trying to figure out what to do with an animal, but figure this is good enough. <laughs> uh, Tazu? They took like everything except our clothes. So, yeah. okay, never mind then. Uh, I just wanted to. Is there like any sort of window in this cell or no? Um, th- yeah, there should be uh, like high up on the wall, like a little barred, pretty small. Yeah, I, I don't know if s- it'd be barred. Yeah, it's just very, it's just very small. It's like okay. almost like an arrow slit. Okay, I just want to uh, look outside, see where we are. Uh, you can try to peek through if you want. Make a perception check at disadvantage. Uh, that would be a ten. Um, you, you're, yeah, you're up above. You can see over the uh, walls, the outer walls of the reeve, um, because you're up two floors. So you're on the third floor, uh, which you could guess. And mm-hmm. then you are facing. Uh, westwards. You're actually, you can look out and you can see the sea. Okay. Uh, and the uh, moon is, is reflecting on the light, so you get a, uh, on the water, so you get a little bit of that. Um, but otherwise, it's like, you know, you're in the central district of the city, so it's kind of in the middle of everything. So you can see the okay. docks, you can see ships, you can see the ocean. Okay. The things you want most. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um. All right. Any, anybody else uh, while you? No. 
My, all, all I got is something to Steve, uh, CVS. So I have something I'm going to do, but I need them to be in front of me. Did Did they give us any indication of how long we were going to be here? No. Cool. Tazzy will just try. Two years later. Tazzy will just like kind of try and make the the blanket and the straw comfortable and just sort of lay down and maybe take a rest because she doesn't know how long she's going to be here, but it's not the worst. It, it could be a lot worse. That's true. Um, so everybody make perception checks. Natural Four. 20. Nice. Seven. Seven. Kaisley's just kind of laying on the floor. Yeah, Julius? 21. All right, Julius and Chandri, you can hear, like, heavy feet coming up the stairs, um, and then you hear the, the door open and close. Uh, not, like, loudly. It's just jump, jump, jump. So whoever did it was trying to be quiet. And then... Uh, there's a like viewport window in the door, so that opens, and uh, we'll say it's uh, like Chandri and uh, Marza, Ash, Tazu, Julius, uh, Sora, and so he opens up, like things looks in, and it is Justicar Flowers, orcish eyes peering in. It's like okay, okay. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah, the, the people you had captured were, are also up here. Oh, okay. uh, they were brought up with you up here as well. Okay. Um, so Jessica Flowers pokes his eyes and he's like, all right, all right. Um, okay, good. Uh, he kind of speaks loudly enough for y'all to hear cause it's, it's still, a, it's a room. You can, you can hear through stone walls if thing if air can move. Uh, like, all right. Um, well, you're going to be questioned. I have informed the Inquisitrix of uh, your position with us, uh, that you volunteered yourself to investigate this. Uh, however, that also brought up questions of what you knew before you came to us, uh, which only you can answer, and uh, what your motivations are. Tell the truth. You won't have much choice in the matter. And, um... Well, I took you in in good faith, and I hope that was not misplaced. I I don't think it will be. Um, the Inquisitrix is the head of our order. And, um... She sees all, so... Try not to hide anything from Bahamut's light. She is uh, stern, but just, as is her duty. Uh, Very well. Uh, Any questions for me before? How long are we going to be here? Uh... Well, uh, if you are found to be uh, 
not at fault, I imagine you will be released. Uh, and if, if we you have, were? Uh, then it will be dis- depending on what laws were broken and uh, as to the uh, depth and extent of those crimes, we decided whether the Reeve would pass judgment or uh, move you to the princely guard uh, if the prince so desires. Mm. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Is that going to happen tonight? Presently. Uh, okay. Do prepare yourselves. Uh, the other guards will be up. I just wanted to... Uh, show you a familiar face before you were taken before the Inquisitrix. Uh, she... Well, you'll see. Thank you, Jessica Flowers. Thank you. And he just kind of nods and uh, you know, looks, looks, checks in with you all and gives you a look to make sure you're not like, you know, make sure you are well-treated, essentially. Um, do, you, do you know where they have our, our belongings. Uh, they should be with the quartermaster. What's a quartermaster? Uh, uh, a person whose job entails the uh, arrangement and distribution of goods. Okay. But most of the safe. time weapons, right? Yes. Okay. Your possessions are quite safe. No one has ever successfully stolen anything from the Reeve. So he's like, uh, was that a hand, Marza? Yeah. Um, I would like to cast tongues on myself. Okay. Um, so I just touch the side of my temple and I say, Polygot. And it lasts for one hour. Okay. You're just preparing? Okay. Just want to um, know if people speak around me and I don't speak the language, I know what they're saying. Sure. Uh, Alright, so Jessica Flowers leaves and then like 20 minutes later a, uh, a the dwarf who is, he's still in his armor and he's still armed and then like four other uh, Jessicas that are robed but not armed uh come up and take you each individually and the other two. Uh, You notice the uh, other human woman that you had captured, she has been, uh, her wounds have been treated. She's conscious. And uh, that you probably would have heard them move in and out of that. Um, uh, She has very dark hair. It's braided and pulled back. Um, And, and then Balthus also, who is just, he's out of his element and looks really upset. Uh, so they take you all as a group. <clears throat> uh, they take you into an antechamber uh, that's stone and small. And there's some large doors ahead of you. Uh, and uh, the dwarven Jessicar, in this room is where justice is served. It's where truth reigns. 
and the Platinum Dragon sees all. The Inquisitrix will determine your future based upon your actions. Do not try to deceive her. You will fail. So the the doors open dramatically. (laughs) Inside, there is a, a large room that is dominated by this huge uh, sculpture of Bahamut. Uh, his, it's very, very ornate. It is uh, gilded in platinum. Platin- is gilded the right word? <laughs> it's like, because that's gold, but it is covered in platinum. So it is just beaming. And the wi- his wings are so large, they, they become the walls. And uh, his gaze seems to be you know, hovering over and pointing down toward a, an ornate circle uh, inlaid into the floor that you can see it kind of glow with of platinum and white gemstones. Um, and uh, there is a human woman standing in the circle. She's uh, got bright blonde hair that is cut very, very short. And, uh, like, nearly to the scalp. And she's wearing dark robes that obscure her body. And then she has ornamental platinum wings that hang off the back of her robes. And her head is adorned with a three-pronged crown that kind of comes around side here, right next to the eyes. And then the top comes down over right above the bridge of her nose. And, uh... Her eyes, as you look at her, they're very, very pale. Uh, It's intimidating. She speaks out. The Lord of the North Winds, Justice Maker and Justice Bringer, Draco Paladin, the Angel of Seven Heavens, brought to this world by his faithful to see peace and justice throughout the realms, has led us all to this moment. He has blessed our meeting. I pray that this encounter will lead refuge closer to his light. You will enter the circle. You will speak. I will listen. And through me, our Lord will cast judgment. Do you understand? Yes. 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 Staring at you, Julius. Shrug. (laughs) Very good. Now, you will enter one at a time, and the truth will be discovered. Is there one of you who wishes to go first, or shall we choose? I'll go. I'll go first. She steps back out of the circle, and uh, the dwarf in armor just gestures to you, Ash, to enter. Okay, I step in. I step in the middle of the circle. Boom! The doors close. So then, uh, she, uh, you step into the circle. Make a wisdom saving throw. 
Ooh, that's uh, I think that's an that's a uh, that's a ten. Uh, you feel the compulsion. Yeah, this is zone of truth. Uh, you have to speak the truth, but it doesn't mean that you uh, can't like talk your way around something as long as what you're saying is true. Yes. That's how it works. So, uh, she says, this is bearing down on you with her gaze. This is a very intense person. Mm -hmm. Uh, speak your name. Um, I go by Ash, but there are people here who's, who I don't want my identity to be revealed to. Namely, the people with the red-handed gloves. We will not tell your enemies your secrets. Okay. Ash, from where do you hail? I hail from spring. Why? Were you at the scene of the murder? Uh, tonight or previously? Just raises an eyebrow at you. Previously, we were there to investigate the murder of the Tiefling family. Afterwards, uh, we left um, the burning building and we wanted to question um, the uh, cult members or we believed it was a cult that was in the house and we believed the best way to do that would be to bring them to a location that was private uh, since we wouldn't be able to go to another location because that would be breaking and entering uh, we decided to go back to the house where the murder took place. What is the purpose of the obelisk? I do not know. I think that it has something to do with uh, the ceremony that was taking place there. And blood seems to be involved with it. Were you driven to this quest because the victims were tieflings? Uh, I, I would say the honest answer would be perhaps partially. And I think that uh, based on my companion's uh, previous experience with um, tiefling discrimination and massacre, that there was incentive to make sure that tieflings weren't being targeted. But it wasn't just because they were tieflings we would want to investigate the death of any innocents. Did you strike first? Yes. Do 
Do you have anything else you would like to say? I apologize for the actions that I took. I believe that I bear more responsibility than my companions as to what took place. However, I was acting on information that I received and I thought I was protecting the public and I also um uh yes I think I think I think that's it yes very well Mr. Ash thank you may I leave you may okay so the doors open the Inquisitress walks up, points at the human woman who you had captured. And the dwarf, kind of, she doesn't seem very agreeable. The dwarf kind of like shoves her in. Uh, doors closed. Boom. You're all out there. Uh, poor Balthus is just like sweating bullets. Uh, <laughs> uh, the dwarf is looking sternly at you. And after about a minute, you start to hear screaming. Oh! <laughs> Do we know who the screamings? Sorry, Julius first, then Tazu. Uh, Julius takes a step forward. The dwarf holds up his hand. Tazu. Do we know who the screaming? Can we tell who the screaming's coming from? Make an insight check. Uh, I mean, yeah, you don't really know, but you can just assume it's probably the woman you capture. The screaming abruptly stops. Chandra's just like sweating bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, after about a minute, the the doors open. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, before, um, uh, is it insight? It's sight does not affect it. Okay. Uh, when the door opened originally to let Ash in and let Ash out, mm-hmm. how far away was the center of the 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 the, the circle? Um, it's probably, like, 30 feet in. Um. Julius's eyes will go black. And you'll see moss grow around him, uh, around them as wood starts to crack inside their chest. Uh, spare the dying. Okay. Um, let me see if this dwarf recognizes what you're doing. <laughs> it's pretty weird. <laughs> um, so he pulls up his mace and uh, like takes a very aggressive stance in front of you, mm-hmm. Julius. Um, but he's waiting to see what you do. 
the dwarf hears Julius speak in uh, Entish. And this is, bad, this is a bad choice. This is okay. Speak plainly, or your life will be lost. What grievances are you bringing here? I will not. Hold on, sir. <clears throat> I will not allow you to murder. Julius, no, this is not the time. No murders being committed in the Reeve. If judgment is passed and execution is deci- decided, then that will be. But this is not that time. Julius, I think, I think you need to let them do their job. This is also not our temple. They can do as they please here. It's under their law. So he's going to roll intimidation. Julius, Julius. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he rolls an intimidation check with his like presence and what he's telling you. He rolled a natural 20 on it. So he's very intimidating. <laughs> Julius will step back and scratch their chest. When you step back, he, he lowers his weapon. He's keeping an eye with you. And he's like, Your goodness does you credit. Have faith in the goodness of others. Steps back. Is there any wood in this room? Uh, it's mostly stone in here. Mostly stone? You cannot pull mm-hmm. a Homer Simpson right now. Yeah. No, uh, I know. The, 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 the doors are wood um, mm. and with, with lots of metalwork and whatnot. Uh, they, a- after this exchange, the doors open and the Aquisitrix has a mostly conscious person. Uh, everybody make perception checks. Ten. Is fifteen. Seven. Rolled another natural nineteen. Nice. Nice. Uh twenty-two. Twenty two. Fourteen. Fourteen. Seven. Alright, uh 14's up. Those are pretty good. Uh Marza, you're like very focused on Julius's uh moment here. Uh, <laughs> the woman is mostly conscious, but she is bleeding from like the ears and the eyes. Oh, God. And the Inquisitrix just throws her on the ground. The truth will be found out. Someone you know, tried to lie. <laughs> and then she points at... Uh, we're going to go for Chandri. She points oh, at Chandri, and then she turns <laughs> up her heels and walks <laughs> Um, I, I put a hand on Julius's shoulder to kind of... Uh, restrain him from wanting to try and heal her. Uh, there are other inqui- uh, there are not other inquisitrixes uh, there, there are other uh, justicars of the reeve who come in and tend to her. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she's, she's not dying. She just tried to not tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chandra, you step into the circle. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. 19. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very high DC uh, <laughs> since the cell is inlaid into the stone sure. uh, below you, but almost, almost. 
uh, you can feel the zone of truth take you. So uh, like Ash, you can step around the truth, but you have to say things that you are compelled to say things that are true. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Inquisitrix, it's like very slow about her like movement. She goes kind of does a small pace and then turns and looks at you. Speak your name. Chandri. Didn't give her such a deep voice. Uh, <laughs> and she's got a pretty intense deep voice. Yeah. Uh, State your profession. Right now, adventurer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about an individual called the Sea Bitch? Oh, boy. Um, Well, I've heard some rumors in town that uh, there's a a woman who may or may not be undead who's been haunting people in their sleep, um, compelling them to go to the sea. Hmm. Do you have an inkling as to why such a creature would bring about the death of a family. I don't know. She got stares at you for a moment. Who attacked these cultists first? Uh, my friend Ash fired an arrow. Um, from a rooftop. I could not see what was happening as I was on the street below, but he is a very reasonable person, so I would imagine that he acted with purpose. Um, So after he fired that arrow, I came to the roof as backup. How did the fire start? Uh, The leader of this cultist group... uh, cast a fireball point blank on himself. He killed himself and his followers, um, completely destroying their bodies in the process. Why did you flee? We were hoping to question the two survivors to try and see what their intention was. And the building was on fire, so we didn't think it was safe to interrogate them there. She takes a moment. Do you have plans on returning to the sea? Uh, yes, we um, we are trying to head west at this time, so we've been uh, looking for a ship. Do you know the name, the true name of this ash? That is your companion. I do. Speak it. Ashkoth Baramir. Thank you. Uh, she gestures for you to exit the circle. <laughs> So the door is open. Boom. 
She steps forward, points at Balthus. Can we hear the questioning? No. Okay. Balthus is going to make a run for it. Oh. <laughs> yes! Idiot. Yes, I love this. He has not learned. So he turns to run. Halt. Okay, uh, Cass, go ahead and roll. Uh, or does he roll? Uh, he rolls. Wisdom 15. Okay. Eyes go black. Um, I'm going to say because he's not the most wise individual because I don't have stats. He rolled a 16, but he's not wise. He's definitely got at least a minus one. All right. Well, that it, still wins. But that is the, the DC. Uh, you all, as he's attempting to run, the, the dwarf turns on his heels and is, is like right behind him. The Inquisitrix lashes her hand out, and you see like a whip of power <laughs> and wraps around him. And then she just essentially like she sends some power through it. He just stops. He's like, ah, he drops to the ground. Taser gun. Yeah, like a taser, pretty much. And then uh, she is like, she pulls that power back and then just turns and walks in. And the dwarf just picks Balthus up. He's mostly conscious and just drags him in. And you see him throw him on the circle and he steps back out and the doors close. I mean, if he had nothing to hide, why did he run? That's so weird. Exactly. The dwarf kind of looks at you. Taz you for a second. Fear can make us do things that we do not intend. That's true. Guess so. He glances back at Julius in that moment, too. <laughs> By the way, what's your name? I'm just a car, what I call him, Ironfoot? <laughs> Go back in my notes. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, Iron I'm just a car, Iron Foot. Okay. Hi, I'm Tazu. Seems pretty stoic otherwise. <laughs> uh, Julius turns to Ash and Chandri. What, what happened? You will not answer those questions here. That is safe for the Inquisitrix. Okay. It's all right, Julius. So, a few minutes pass, and Balthus comes, the door's open, and Balthus is walking his way out. He's not bleeding. Uh, he wisened up a little bit. He wisened up. <laughs> the Quisitress steps out, points at Balthus and uh, the woman, bind them. So, <laughs> Juskars come in, put shackles on them, and lead them out. And then she points at Tazu. And then Hi. turns. And walks okay. back in. I'll, uh, Tazu will follow because she watched everyone else go in and stand in the circle and Tazu will Boom. stand in the circle. Okay, Mega Wisdom saving throw. Okay. 
That's a natural one. Oh, yeah. yeah, it, just, yeah. it just immediately takes you. Yeah, you're in the zone of truth. You have no choice. My die is so Evil. weird today. No, it's it's like I've rolled like three natural 19s and then like a two and a one. She looks at you. State your name. My name is Tazu. From where do you hail? Well, <laughs> it's, I was just going to give her a whole life story. <laughs> it's like, One hour so, later. So I grew up in the sanctuary of the Bayon Crag, which is on the Bayon Crag, which is in the Iroquan Mountains. So I don't know if that's technically like a territory, but I grew up in the mountains. That will do. Why were you at the scene of the crime? The murder house? Uh, the second crime. Oh, the firehouse. Yeah. The obelisk house. Yes. So we had gone to Justic Our Flowers and uh, because we were interested in the um, tiefling murder and we wanted to because we heard it was unsolved, and so we wanted to try and solve it. And so then Justicar Flowers told us to go, and he gave us a key to investigate that house. And then when we were investigating that house, we talked to a little boy on the street. Well, Marza talked to him. We just sort of stood and watched. But anyway, so Marza talked to a little boy, and he said something about the people with the red hands coming at night. And then he po- he told us about the house with the pointy thing on top. So then we found the house with the pointy thing, which I think was the obelisk. And so then we were like, well, let's watch them and see what happens, because maybe they are responsible for the murder. So we stayed out the house and then shit kind of went down sort of like we don't it, it was confusing and the lot was happening and so then we were there and then the fire happened and then we left <laughs> that's a natural one for you kids yeah. <laughs> where do Ashkoth Varamir's loyalties lie oh man um <laughs> Like with us, like 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 with his friends. She just like takes you in for a second, but yeah, I don't think Tazu really understands the question. So like that as well. What compels a dragonborn? to be involved with adventurers. Well, that's kind of a long story. Do you want <laughs> to hear it? Because, so, like, I had... He holds up I, her hand. <laughs> trigger warning. Like, wait. <laughs> Passing curiosity. <laughs> so do you not want to hear the story? Because it's a, it's a good one. I believe that might distract us from the task at hand. Okay. Well, if you ever want to hear it, I will happily tell the story. It's good. <laughs> what is your position on our Lord Bahama, the Platinum Dragon? Well, 
I know that he's a big platinum dragon and that traditionally some dragonborn worship him. But you don't have to be dragonborn to worship him, obviously, because you don't look like a dragonborn to me. But um, <laughs> I don't know. He seems kind of cool. And Tazu just kind of looks up at him. She looks I wasn't raised to like worship him. So I don't really know a whole lot about. I just know like things that I've sort of read in books. Do you believe me to be human? Huh? Does does she look human to me? She looks human. Well, I mean, do you have, like, human features? I haven't spent a ton of time around humans, like, in, in, like, my life. There were some humans at the sanctuary where I grew up, but it was mostly, like, elves and dwarves. I love that, like, her intimidation is just, like, washing over Tazu. Like, she does it, like, (laughs) she's asking questions expecting a certain answer, and Tazu just doesn't give it. I love it. confirm my understanding you were tasked by the reeve to investigate a murder this led you to a supposed cult and a house with an obelisk you assaulted this cult and in, in doing so the leader of it immolated himself and set and in doing so set the building on fire and then you escorted two of the cult members to a crime scene in order to to put them to task and gain information this is correct yeah that sounds mostly right to me i think she gestures the door <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of this. That that wasn't so bad. Okay. Thanks. Bye. If she could be flustered, maybe she would be, but (laughs) she's fairly (laughs) implacable. Uh, So she steps out and doors open. Tazio comes out. She points to Julius. Hey, Carmichael here. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I just want to remind you about Patreon. But don't skip. Don't skip. I got... Hold on. I'm not just going to talk about how your support can influence the adventure by submitting character names, full-on characters, and characters destined to die. Or how you can get Fables merch so you can rock it where you go. That's a D&D joke, by the way. <laughs> and I really want to be real with you. Fables is a project that I care about a lot. Though it's not perfect, it saved me from a dark place and has changed the path of my career in ways I've never expected. I want to do more for Fables, uh, more for you. I want to create more. I want to continue doing classes and session podcasts with my friends, Austin and Tway, where we debate what D&D classes various fictional TV and film characters are. I want to DM special miniseries on the channel that push my creativity. I want to make more behind the scenes and exclusive content but I also have three jobs as a freelance filmmaker to keep this show going and keep a roof over my head. And Patreon is the only way that's going to change anytime soon. Fables is a small channel, too small for sponsors to care about, and ad revenue already can't compete with the orc-smashing, dragon-slaying, magic-wielding patrons at patreon.com slash fablesd20. So if you want to help keep this content moving forward and growing, please consider heading over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. That's 
F-A-B-L-E-S-D-20. Also, there's a link somewhere. <laughs> you should be able to see the link in the description. I don't know why I spelled that out to you, but hey, Spelling, really appreciate you for not skipping past this and hearing me out. Have a great day. Stay safe. And you know what? Tell someone close to you that they matter because they might need to hear that too. All right. Love you. Enjoy the show. Don't worry, guys. It's not so bad. It doesn't hurt at all. Kind of tickles a little bit. Are you going to go in, Julius? <laughs> okay. Okay. Doors close. You're in the circle. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 26. That's <laughs> your wisdom saving throw? All right. You <laughs> have the ability. You, you are not taken by the circle. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you can, you can lie if necessary. Uh, make... A perception check, though. Okay. Oops. Uh, eleven. Oh, pretty low. Uh, so yeah, you, you, you just she's just kind of looking at you as you stand there. Her pupils are, are her uh, are, are very small. Her uh, what's the color part of your eye? Oh. Iris. Iris. Her, iris. Iris. her irises are are so pale; they're almost white. Uh, it's a uh, if I mean you're, but you're a, a tree person, so you're not really like this. Just a different person, so like uh, my eyes are completely that, white. Yeah, you do notice that compared to most people you've met, her eyes are very strange, um, and she just kind of is. She watches you into the circle, and then. Very well. No, you don't roll a really high perception. So she just kind of takes you in. State your name, Julius. From which forest did you walk? I don't know. Which clan brought you to life? I don't know. What are you afraid of? Julius takes in the room. False idols. <laughs> Gladly there are none of those here. What brought you together with these companions of yours? I offered my help. She nods. 
Was your intention the eradication of this cult? Which cult? This Zithro. Mm. Zithro. Uh. I think eradication may not be my intent. Understanding is more in my line, though members of my party feel otherwise, and I will stand beside them when they act. Like, does a little, like, walk around you, so he considers you. Follows. What did you say? I follow. Oh, yeah, just uh, Like, yeah. Yeah, with your head. Yep. Hmm. While you had the ability to not tell the truth, I believe you. Why do you worship the platinum? Well, the Lord of the North Winds is powerful and good and just. I found that in this world, there are people who cannot stand for themselves and people who would take advantage of others. And the Reeve protects those who cannot themselves and seeks justice. So, seem to be a proper deity to worship. It's interesting in the late weeks I've learned a lot on how everyone here thinks of justice. It's quite different. She kind of smiles a little bit. First, like, kind of emotion. I understand your meaning. And she gestures for the door. (laughs) Julius lumbers out. Yeah. Door's open. And she's just looking at you, Marza. Marza slowly stands and walks towards her. As Julius passes, no magic, just friendly. Reassurance. Yep. Okay. Uh, the door is closed. Boom. I uh, make a wisdom saving throw. I have no wisdom. <laughs> it's a really uh, high. <laughs> seven. Yeah, yeah. Zone of truth. Yep. So, stern, intense woman, very pale eyes, crown on her head. Speak your name. Maza Greylock. From where do you hail? Cause from Elm. 
what was this tiefling family to you? I wanted to find potentially more truth to what happened to my family and why this is happening to specifically tieflings. Were you familiar with this Pietro? I was not. Were you aware he was also from Elm? Uh, Jarrett, did uh, Belfast tell us that? Or am I just thinking? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. okay. Um, I learned that from Belfast. He told us while we were questioning him. What do you know about the entity known as Zithro? I have met him once. He told me that if I accepted a gift from him, he would not kill my family. So I took the gift, which is my magic, my sorcery. However, he still killed my family in front of me. And then he left. She steps up to you and holds her, like, holy symbol that she keeps and, like, makes a gesture. You are no warlock. Are you familiar, were you previously familiar with Iriali of the Clouds? No. Do you know what the obelisk is? No. What is your reaction to what I am about to tell you? I have recently returned from Elm dealing with this Zithro cult. Many of them have been put to the sword. How does that make you feel? Um, happy if it means tieflings aren't being sacrificed. But I agree. he's still out there. I don't think that's enough. He'll still find recruiters. Well... But we can only do what we can. Before you took this quest from the Reeve, were you suspicious of Zithro's involvement with this tiefling family? I had no idea. I met some tieflings on the road where they knew of him and other families that he had harmed and that they were going to remove their tiefling features in order to not be found. I still at that point had no idea why he was targeting us specifically. I don't even mm -hmm. know who this family is. That he... Uh. 
Unfortunately, they would be much like those you met on the road, people seeking freedom and peace. And unfortunately, we have failed them here. However, if they were not sacrificed to this Zithrum, which is all the more curious. I'm also curious as to why Zithro visited my family personally when it sounds like other families are, are visited by his followers for sacrifice. That is very curious indeed. It takes a moment. What do you know of a creature called the Sea Bitch? I know that she is after people of the sea and that my friend Chandri has been visited by her in a dream. She looks toward the door looks back at you. Why did your party attack this cult? As for the intention behind why Ash did it, I believe that he saw them performing a ritual and thought it was dangerous. Um, Our original intention was never to strike. It was to gain intel as to why these tiefling families were being targeted and if they maybe had something to do with Zithro, but we did not fully know. Just kind of stares at you for a moment. And gestures toward the door. I turn and walk <clears throat> to the door. She comes out. We have Marza comes out, then the Inquisitrix comes out. And she's looking at you, Chandri. I look at Marza. Marza and then I go inside. Everybody <laughs> under the you wow. guys, I rolled a seven. <laughs> All right. I rolled um, a seven. You cannot boom. say things, though. Yeah, it's like you have to tell the truth, but you, you can Omit- also not say things. Omission of the truth is not necessarily lying. That's true. That's how it came out, okay, though. So, uh, it's your... Uh, We'll say the same wisdom throw from last time. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you have very interesting companions. We're a weird bunch. They do you credit. What is your direct connection with this sea bitch? <laughs> I just, every time Jared says it. <laughs> uh... Well, um, I've recently become a spiritual person, and um, I did have a vision a couple nights ago of her, and it was really unsettling. Continue. Uh, In this vision, she 
sang some sort of cursed lullaby, and I woke up soaking wet and covered in seawater. Hmm. And what is your suspicion of this entity? I've heard legends that individuals with hate and revenge in their heart can sometimes overcome death and come back as a sort of corrupted version of their former selves. I would imagine she might be that sort of person. Hmm. And uh, who do you believe this person to be before they became this creature? I know of a captain named Diana who has been missing for quite some time. I believe it may be her. Do you have any ideas, theories, or information as to who she may be connected with to give her such power? We had another vision of someone from a long time ago who made it sound like she might be connected to the Lady Talvoth, who we have battled before and has been causing pain and imbalance and strife all throughout Refuge. Sean, do you make an insight check? That's great. That's super great. Um, five, no, six. Okay. Um. <laughs> Hmm. Curious. Well, uh, she uh, she doesn't really have a staff. She she makes a gesture, and then the doors open, and she beckons everyone forward. We walk forward. Nope. Yep. As he enters. Uh, yep. You have all acted with haste. Your actions led to the deaths of those who could have been spared their fate. Your actions cost the Reeve and the Realm a follower of this Zithro, an entity of some interest. That said, your intention was true, and your target's villainous. Though not perhaps the villains you sought, And this sea bitch, as Iriali mentioned, is not something we had considered. And gives our investigation direction. It is the opinion of the Reeve, as blessed by our Lord. You will be released and rewarded for your service. The world is in need of champions who will serve something greater. 
I will speak to the ministers of your assistance to the Reeve. And you are free to go. Oh, good. Thank that you very much. We now get to go to the party. That, yes. Uh, yes. Thank, thank you, Inquisitrix, for your um, wisdom. Yes, thank you. And, and generosity. Thanks. She is nonplussed by you, Ash. <laughs> Julius steps towards her, dwarfing her. She is not. <laughs> and reaches out for simple handshake. She has a gauntleted hand. She shakes your hand. Thank you. Julius turns to leave. Uh, please let us know if we can be of service in the future. And then I, I yes. As you start uh, the turn, Ash, she says, Oh, Lord Vermeer, I'm sure you can be of much assistance. I Julius back turns at her. eyes black. <laughs> I, I, I look back at her and I, I just, I just, I just sort of nod and, yeah, um, so make make an intelligence uh, roll there, just like a check. Ooh, it's not. I've not been rolling well today. Uh, that's like a f- five. Yeah, five. Uh, I mean, there, there's a memory in the back of your mind of your brother being like, "No one knows that you're my brother," so that's a good thing. <laughs> not yes. anymore. We'll see. Um, all right, so the. Uh, uh, Jessica Ironfoot uh, is noticeably relaxed. Um, he has his mace on his belt, so he's no longer like directly armed. And he just nods and leads you all out to where the quartermaster is. Uh, everybody make an insight check for me. There we go. And 14. 14. 19. 19. 9. 9. 26. Okay. Keep rolling uh, 19. <laughs> so, uh, everybody above 12, something about this feels a little too easy. Um, who had 19? Me. Um, that phrase when she said, the world is in need of champions to serve someone greater, there's something... <laughs> not oh something about the way she f- said that strikes you as odd for a uh, like the head of a religious order. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how much that when uh, Chandra and Marza, when you were taken uh, to the vision uh, with Bayek, how much of that did you tell everybody? Did you tell everybody all of that? Yeah, I think we relayed yes. everything as soon as we yeah. came back. Julius, it's it's confusing because a lot of things are confusing to Julius. Um, but yeah, it's the, sadly the, true. The behavior of the inquisitrix, like you've met a, a couple other cleric, like one, you met, you met the clerics of, uh, of already that you started the bird lady. You met her and mm-hmm. she was very pleasant, had like a, a very like peaceful way about her. And, um, and the cleric from, uh, Genin as well. Yeah. Yeah, you've you've met a few clerics and even members of the Reeve, and while they are stern, there is something 
something about your interaction now that you're leaving uh leaving her behind something about the interaction is striking you as like very off and there something like it's just tugging on your mind that there was something that marza and chandri had told you but your brain isn't quite putting it together yet right um so um are are we walking out of the room yeah, they've taken you back into the antechamber where you've been held. They've taken you back to the main area of the Reeve Temple, and uh, Ironfoot is going to lead you to uh, the quartermaster. Okay, so then on the way out of the room where she is, mm-hmm. um, I will turn and passively say, "There aren't." No strings on me. Nice. All right. Uh, he leads you to the quartermaster and says, thank you for your assistance to the Reeve. Uh, it does warm my heart that uh, you have helped us continue this investigation. Uh, Kellen will take care of you and uh, may you walk in Bahamut's light. He makes his way out. Uh, there's a kind of counter, and there's like a, it's a there's a lot of racks and things behind him, and there is a golden dragonborn um, in some like acolyte robes. Uh, he's got glasses, like he's got spectacles, kind of long down onto his snout, and he's working on some paperwork at the moment. He does not seem to have noticed that someone brought you over. He's very much like in his books. <laughs> hey. Hello. Ah, oh, oh. My name's Tazu. Oh, oh, and that always, always, uh, always nice to see a, a, another dragonborn. Um, uh, You're I'm, so uh, shiny. He's like, oh, uh. How yeah. are you so shiny? Because I'm, I'm gold. Wow. I've never, I, I don't, I, I don't have a lot of experience with other dragonborn. I didn't know we could be shiny. Oh yeah, all, all the uh, all the colors and and chromes. Uh, uh, I, I, there's not a lot of us, you know. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, can uh, is there something that uh, I can help you with? Yeah, we came to get our stuff. Your stuff. The Jessicar said that you would have our themes. Maybe like a quarter staff and a bunch of money and like some darts and oh, oh, def- my oh, clay. Please, oh, my clay um, is very important to have my clay. Please. Uh, yes, there were people taken into custody. Yeah, that was us. But they said we could go and that we would be rewarded. Oh, oh, great. Um, yeah, I have. Uh, he starts like going back in his papers. He's like, okay, uh, row Z. Number thirteen. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. Hang on. And so he he goes in the back and he just starts bringing out like one person's like possessions at a time. <laughs> it's like doo, 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 doo. boom. Uh, he brings the weapons individually to trim, trim. Um. So he brings out everything. Uh, the last thing he brings out is the piece of refuge, and he's got it in his hands and he's really looking at it. 
Oh, Julius puts their hand on it. Um, well, he's uh, he's gonna like it's kind of like a distance thing where he's kind of holding it for a second before he oh, puts okay. it out. Uh, he, um, I see how this, it is. This, <laughs> um, I mean, no, it's no. Uh, it, it, this is this is a really nice shield. Well, thank you very much. What what were you gonna say? What are you? Thinking? Um, I um. I mean, it's it's kind of silly. Um, uh, it, it it deals with dragons. Um, I mean, he looks at ge- uh, at gesture. <laughs> he gestures toward Tazu and says, "I mean, I mean, you know." Do I? <laughs> um. Oh, oh, yes. We need to breathe on it. Oh, um. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Um, but you know, like, so you know about the, get my notes here, you know about the Yannicka Siva, the, like, bulk work of dragons. No, please explain. (laughs) Oh, um, well, you you obviously know about dragons. That they exist, and they have breath. We're not one. He's taking you in test. He's like, what, um, what? I mean, what stories did your your crush mother tell you? Oh, I didn't have one of those. I didn't grow up with Dragonborn. I grew up in a monastery with, like, humans Um, and elves and a dwarf and stuff. And her egg had um, chains on it. Oh. Oh, yeah, my egg was weird. You want to see my egg? Yeah, yeah. And Tazu pulls out the box with her <laughs> eggshells in it and shows him. Is he's kind of? Do, do you let him hold it? Oh, um, it's. I, I mean, I. This is a lot. Um, I mean. Uh, so, is this why you have a tail? I don't know. Oh, um... Do you not? He turns around. No. Um, <laughs> oh. The, um... Hmm. I mean, I, I, I have, I've heard about that, but it, it's always, like, uh, what what I was taught was that it was, like, the the first dragon born a refuge that had tails. Um, they were born here. They, they um... You don't know. You're, you weren't told... I'm sorry, the, like, because there just aren't many of us dragon born, and so I thought everyone knew the the stories um um okay okay uh so it's um i'm not really a storyteller i kind of just like write things down and i'm really good with keeping track of stuff um uh so uh, with refuge elves were here first right they found it um and but the second people that found refuge were dragons like like dragons and um, they they brought with them uh, some of their their culture, like um, and worship, like what we worship Bahamut here. Uh, that came with them, um, and uh, they were uh, uh, fleeing the war. And um, well, the, there was a lot of uh, tension and conflict between elves and dragons because the elves didn't want anyone to know they were here, and then the dragons didn't they didn't want them here, and the dragons were like, "But we're here." And we want to be safe too. Um, and so there was like a lot. Um, 
it was like almost a war, but then there was a, uh, agreements made, and that like uh, elves and 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 dragons each got their own domains on refuge. And um, since the elves had dis- found refuge, the dragons uh, were tasked with protecting refuge, and um, it seemed to work uh, for for a while. They and they made they helped make things, and then. Um, anyway, uh, the this there's a shield, uh, the the Yana Kasiva, uh, and uh, it's like this legendary shield that was inspired by those ancient dragons and maybe made by them to help protect from the war. Um, and uh, it's it it kind of looks like this, but it it has stuff on it. Like there was all these inscriptions where yours doesn't have those. Um, I think they. Oh, the- because we need to we need to breathe on it. Did you have you breathed on it before? I, I, I yeah, I I I I blew my lightning breath on it and it like shimmered and little things appeared. So we are trying to find other dragonborn to breathe on it to maybe make it be powerful. Um I mean Can you how do much, that? How how much did you how much did you give it? I saw all that I had. Did you, like, can you could like okay? Um, Do you want to go outside and breathe on our shield? I mean, we we I I, I think I mean, we can certainly try it. Um, and uh, the legends for this right, was made with um, white and platinum and black and blue. Um, those were the first dragons that came here so they were the ones that imbued the shield with power um but if we i mean dragonborn we're kind of dragons and if 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 you've got a tail maybe you're closer to a dragon um then then like me but you're blue um okay uh yeah does everyone have their stuff Yes. yes. Thank I, you. And I, I need. I don't have my seeds. Oh. Oh. Okay. And he goes. He's like, oh. That's sorry. They fell out. Here you go. Okay. I thank you. Double check to make sure everything I own is there. Okay. Make an investigation. <laughs> uh. Fourteen. Uh. Upon just like. For sure, it seems like everything's there. Uh, I mean, you know, the Reeve is known for being just. They aren't corrupt, usually. Um, that we so, know of. Yeah, stuff seems to be there. Um, he's like, um, oh, uh, one second. And he uh, pencils in or inks in some stuff in his, like, tome he's got. And he's like, can you all initial that you received your items? Uh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. We're missing... Uh, a member of our party. Oh my goodness! Sora! She's... Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, someone presently brings around. down Sora. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just our iron foot. Uh, she's not on a, on a tether or anything. She's just walking with him. Oh. Uh, Quite a beast you got there. Yes, she is. She's a queen. Uh, she ate her weight and stayed. <laughs> mm, good. 
I pet her, rub her head. She seems fine. Um, so, uh, all right, there you go. Good point. Good point, Julius. <laughs> um, all right, he's like, oh, we can um, we can do this in the training yard. Um, okay, so he comes out Let's and he go. like pulls down like a, a like a portcullis essentially, and like locks off the his quartermaster area. He's like, all right. Um, let's go. Let's, let's, um, okay. Um, so, uh, he's talking to Tazu. He's like, okay, so the, you have to feel the, the blood of, of our founders, right? You know, it courses, um, through our veins and, um, uh, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry you didn't learn this. Um, okay. Um, you go out there. There's some people training with the different weapons and he kind of just, sets up the the light the shield up on one end and the, uh, like by some uh hay as it were the I was like what are these things that you can shoot arrows into hay bales so hay bales set up he sets the shield down uh you walk out like 20 feet from it and he's like okay um all right so uh you're blue um so it should be lightning right okay um all right um so Okay, you wanna you're gonna wanna reach deep inside yourself and feel the power in your belly. Okay, um, and uh, kind of like has some smoke come out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so focus on your your blood and the the dragon uh, in you. Um, and uh, like breathe in, I gotta breathe out, breathe in, and out. Okay, keep doing that. Focus and uh, and uh, get your 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 weapon ready. Okay, okay. Um, does it roll a Constitution save for me? Twenty-three. Great. Uh, you can feel. Yeah, you're feeling your breath. You're feeling very like grounded. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Lies. It's a 17. It's still good. Uh, You're feeling your, like, your feet on the ground. Your balance is good. You can feel your breath. Uh, Everybody else make perception checks. 17. 11. 11. Nice. Um, Yeah, so as this bespectacled, like, acolyte-robed golden dragon is, like, talking her through this and kind of working her through it, you are noticing, like, as Tazu is breathing, there are, like, sparks starting to like pop out of when she breathes out there's a spark spark popping out it's like okay all right okay so okay uh bring like bring out the like your your power from your belly uh, focus it through uh make a strength saving throw tazu Okay. Um, You can feel it move. You don't have, like, a ton of weight on it. Um, It's like, okay. Um, Pull it up. So, you're getting ready to shoot off your weapon. Uh, Because of that five, like, you're a little bit uh, unsure. So, you are realizing that following his kind of vague instruction, there's a lot of power building up in you. And it seems to be pulling from somewhere beyond you. 
Uh, but you are real. You suddenly have the thought that if you don't get this out, it you might explode. She might toot. Um, it's like real fear, not a joke. Um, so he's like, "All right, so focus and and let it have it. So make a charisma saving throw." All of Tassu's best stats. I know. Uh-huh. Uh, but I rolled really well. Uh, charisma saving throw minus one, so eighteen. Great. Okay, so everyone else notices that uh, Tazu looks a little unsure for a second, but then she kind of focuses in, and right before her lightning attack is about to bust out, you do notice there's a slight blue glow running like down her snout, over her head, down to the tip of her tail. Um, Tazu, you're feeling like overwhelmed by this power. That you're really afraid it's about to like blow you, like just turn you to cinder and like explode out and get everywhere. But then you find your focus. Uh, you know who you are. You know uh, you are Nuan Tazu. You are here in this moment. You can feel this power building in you. You have focus. Your your you know your family trained you at the crag and you know you're a dragonborn and you feel like very confident in your who you are as Tazu and that gives you shape to the electricity and you can like you know that you can blast lightning out of your mouth better than anyone else you've ever met so you can uh, roll your breath attack at advantage and it's going toward a stationary object so it should be pretty easy <laughs> okay normally when the breath weapon happens it, it just, just happens and okay. it and the whoever i'm doing it at has to make a deck save right it can't so. make a death save so great because I, I could i didn't remember that right so okay your lightning <clears throat> courses out so you all know suddenly this like you've seen tazu do her breath weapon once or twice uh, uh julius I think you've seen it once as she shot it at the shield this time it's a huge arc of lightning whoa and the shield it goes right into it and the shield is just absorbing uh tazu you feel it lock onto you that you are now connected with the shield and all this lightning is just moving through you and uh the you feel like a physical pull from the shield so i need you to make a con save Eleven. Roll a d twelve, and add five. Eight. You take eight damage as the okay. shield is physically like pulling this lightning from you, and your body you're having a hard time maintaining and controlling, and it's like it's tearing the ability from you. Uh, it's pulling you more and more. You're feeling your muscles strain and tire as the lightning is continuing the arc. Uh, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Your best skill yet. Five. Roll no. a d12 and add five. Oh, no. 16. You take oh, 16 damage. Uh, the uh, everyone else you are noticing that Tazu looks to be in distress 
Uh, you've never seen this much lightning coming from her, uh, nor have you like seen like her it continue this way, like where it's just keeping going. Can can I cast healing word? Or, uh, yeah, healing word. Uh, do you have the touch to do that, or can you cast it at? It's sixty feet. Yeah, healing word is ranged. Okay, yeah, I think. yeah, you can yeah. cast it. Great. Uh, the healing word of the day is Kazu. Ten. Ten hit points, Tazu. That gives you uh, a little bit back there from this like crazy thing that's happening to you. Uh, your your neck muscles and face. You're starting to lose control of your aiming and your targeting of the thing. Your legs are shaking. You feel like you know it's it's everything's going to fall apart. You don't know if this is going to stop. And uh, the shield is just. Like it's like it's hungry. It's just consuming and consuming and consuming and pulling from you and pulling from you, and pulling from you. Uh, make a deck save to see if you can, you know, get your like shake back into. Your strength. So it's dex. Now I'm rolling like shit. Uh, that's a twelve. Roll a d twelve. Add five. Oh no. Mm. Eleven. So you take 11 damage and you like, you're spent. It's all phew. suddenly the, the lightning stops, Stazu. You somehow find a way to close it off and it like wilts you to the ground. Uh, the pulling has stopped. The power stops. This whole area now smells of ozone. Uh, there are quite a few Justicars who have approached in this moment. Uh, unsure of what's happening. Um, everybody make perception checks. 11. 18. Uh, 7. 7? 7. 7. Um, I'm sure it's high. 21. Yeah, um, everybody 11 and up, uh, a, like, quarter of the piece of refuge now has like inscription and things on it and design. Um, and, uh, it's like very striking. Uh, and, uh, Tazu's on the ground. Uh, Kellen gra- gets under, like grabs you by the shoulders. He's like, amazing, amazing. It-, it must be, it must. And he like, kind of like shakes you. He's kind of like not picking up the fact that that hurts you. <laughs> Yeah, Tazzy's like, got like trickle of blood come out of one nostril. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe some blood come out of her ear holes. She does not look good. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, it must be known. The truth must be known. Oh, it's real. It's real. He goes over and like grabs it. He's like, oh, do you know what this means? Do you know what this means? Oh. The, what the, the legends that, that dragons held equal domain as elves. Like, we're not outcasts. We belong here. We... Hooray. Like, oh, uh, and he looks up and he finally is like noticing Tazu. He's like, oh, oh, he just kind of hands off the shield to whoever's going to take it. He's like, oh, 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 my, my, my blue friend, are you okay? Are you okay? Um, I've, I've been, I've been better. 
but they've been worse. Martha? I would like to take the shield and try and read it with my spectacles. Yeah. Um, in uh, It's got an interesting blend of uh, like ancient Eve elf and draconic kind of woven together. Uh, you can notice this with your spectacles. They, it will translate it, but you do also know what the languages are. Um, <laughs> so much like the uh, like ancient inscription that kind of set off the quest in the uh, that with the old old uh, old elvish and draconic, and it seems to say uh, trans. The the glasses are translated as best they can. It says, uh, "Power to bend, power to inhale, the strikes of the sky." From blue, do they pale? Okay. It's very like ornately inscribed uh, into the the shield. Interesting. Uh, uh, Julius, uh, I will uh, cast. Uh, Julius's eyes will go black. Mm-hmm. And reach out. It doesn't have to be a touch. Reach out to Tazu and cast life uh, transference. Uh, Tazu, you get thirty-two HP as Julius falls to a knee, and uh, Tazu has a little bit taste of bark. In her mouth for a little bit. Did you transfer your hit points to her? Do, do, do. Um, you yes, are you at a, uh, a a temple, so uh, <laughs> a, a couple of the of the clerics have kind of gotten wise to what's happening here because of the Justicars, and one does lay a hand on you, Julius, and gives you like let's see, let's roll the let's roll it. Uh, he gives you nine hit points. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> much better than one hit point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of picking up what's going on. It was a sudden, like, Kellen didn't warn anybody. Why do I? (laughs) So excited. So excited. So they're just like, oh my gosh. Um, uh, And so Kellen's talking to Tazu. He's like, "Um, that was, that was like, like from a real dragon. Was it? Yeah, yeah. That was big. Are you saying Tazu's a dragon? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, no, she's. I, I, I'm assuming she's a dragonborn, but maybe. Um, I mean, like the our our and our like the first dragonborn born on refuge had tails, so I don't. I don't know. Um, like maybe I don't. Maybe your egg was not hatched, or maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, it can be uh, um, there are dragon. other I, I've heard of other dragonborns with tails, but they're like that's very rare. Um, so but maybe you have a better connection. I don't know. Um, can Weird. You, do you still can you still feel it? Do you still have it? I don't, I don't know. Do, do I still feel like I have the light ability to breathe lightning? Uh, I can only do it once a day. That's how it works. When you when you've done it before, like yeah, you have like an amount you can do, but you all you still like know you have the ability. You can like feel it. Uh, cool. 
That's you're not really feeling it right now. Don't know. You want to give it a shot? <laughs> yes, I will try again. Even roll though... a d hundred for me. Is this gun un- uh, unloaded? Yeah, you want to try to shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sixty-six. You just you you you, you muted yourself. You muted yourself. Oh, to say Jesus. Sixty-six. Uh, you cannot seem to bring forth your electricity. That doesn't. That's not unusual. I've only been able to do it once a day before now. Maybe mm. I just need to sleep. Um. Uh, Kellen has. Some minor magical ability as a quartermaster. He has to know what things are and what they do. So he's going to, uh, now that his suspicions are confirmed, he's going to cast Identify on the piece of refuge, uh, Yana Kasiva. Um, it's like, oh, um, yeah, okay. Um, y- you can, um, it, it will protect you from, from electricity now. So oh. when you're bearing the shield, you have resistance to electric attacks and effects. Amazing. Um, Sick. That's exciting yeah. for you, Julius. <laughs> so you, you can off. find like a, a white dragon and a black dragon and a uh, platinum one? and a so platinum, platinum dragon. That's going to be hard. Um, and, uh, and, and then they can breathe on it or maybe a dragonborn and they can maybe be able to do it. And, um, and then you can, you can bring the, the bulk work back to it's like full four. Wow. This is exciting. Cool. I, love, I love weapons or shields or whatever. Ancient items. Mm-hmm. Well, in the right hands, a shield is a weapon. It's true. I knew this captain once. Uh, Well, thank you so much. Um, Yeah. Yeah, thanks. That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Is there some place we can, like, go to sleep soon? Yeah, it's it's very early in the morning. Like, the sun is just now peaking. Like, Kellen keeps weird hours, and the Reeve is kind of a 24-hour place. But, yeah, so they kept you pretty much up all night with this inquisitrix um so you can uh decide you uh it is it is the day it is it is the day of the things so you can get your clothes that you had made <laughs> later there's a party tonight so uh uh what do you guys all day party all night <laughs> i think we should sleep at the spa <laughs> oh yes let's go to this spa weren't we supposed right. to go to the spa Chandri. You know about three different spas that you've been to. Okay. Um, Bathhouses. There is the cheap one. It's out on the planks by the docks. It's called Beto's Sub, Sud and Scrub. <laughs> um, it's it's very basic type of place. Mm-hmm. Um, people, sailors go there to get clean. Uh, there is a moderate place closer to your apartment in the boards called The Dip. Um, You've been there a few times. They've got stone baths. They offer both salt and sweet water. 
Um, it's not fancy, but well managed. And then there's the really nice one that you've wanted to go to, but never been to. It's in the flowers. It's called the Everflowing Fountain. Uh, it's supposed to be just like, it's high-end clientele. It's supposed to be the best of the best. Well, I mean, I'd like to go to the nicer one. and I have some money to spend. I don't get to spend it very often. Yeah, so aren't I'm, we supposed to get a reward of some sort from the Reeve? I think our reward is not being arrested for inciting uh, an incident. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so, maybe that's probably true. Should we, uh, Kellen? Do you think is Kellen still here? We're still yeah, here. yeah, if you, yeah. If you want to, do uh, uh, yes, the Inquisitrix mentioned something about a reward. Who would we? Oh wow, you talked to the Inquisitrix. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's that's impressive. She's she's scary. She's intimidating. Yes. Yes, it was. What do you intense. know about her? She um, was unusual. She, she's the head of the order. Um, uh, she's Bahamut's representative um, here uh, in the in the Zarkin kingdoms, um, and uh, she just got back here from Witchhaven uh, from our. Uh, uh, brother sister temple uh, uh there um and she uh can determine the truth uh from anyone uh who do you and know i'm who? not supposed to talk to her <laughs> oh hmm. well Great. um we were told there was reward but if not that's also fine oh um I mean, that wasn't in your stuff. Um, but, I mean, she she also um, talks with the Minister of Duty and the other... Thing. Maybe it's a big thing. Maybe maybe they're, maybe they're ordering you something. Um, may, well, maybe. I, I don't know. Then maybe we okay. should just let it be a surprise. Yeah, I like surprises. They I mean, can be fun. Surprise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Today was a, a big surprise. It's been a long one. Yeah, All let's right. go like pick up our clothes and relax because I'm a little beat. I'm mm-hmm. feeling very rough. I just want to get to this spa and fall asleep in a hot tub. That's all I want. That sounds Same. amazing. Let's do it. Which one are you guys going to go to? Let's go to the, the ever-flowing one. fountain. The ever-flowing fountain. I was like, okay, let's treat fountain. ourselves. Yes. Treat yourself. Uh, so you uh, you know where that is. You're going to make your way there, and that's where we'll pick up on the next episode of Fables of Refuge. Woo! Yay. Yay. We made it, you guys. <laughs> we got out of jail. We got out of jail. Right? <laughs> Ooh, we so did nervous. it. Some things are sus. <laughs> Some um, things are sus, though. And I have notes, so I actually know hey, about things. <laughs> I have notes about things that I will bring up next time that I make, that, that I feel like I know things. Anyway. Um, oh, great. All right. We got to invent a whole, like, scenario and figure out what was going on. <laughs> great. A um, tree called a platinum dragon. Possible cult. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was fun we'll see everyone next time and uh 
As always, remember to be kind to one another, but never forget, be kind to yourself. Bye. Fables of Refuge is Ali Fitzgerald as Marza, Jared Sullivan as our Dungeon Master, Jess Ayers as Tazu, Carter H. Michael as Ash, Laura Daly as Chandri, and myself, David Carmichael, as Julius. The music for this campaign is made by Brian Metalias. Alright, I want to give a big shout out to some awesome backers. NDK, Craig Berry, August Gunter, Purifier, Sean O.B., and zero res thank you so much for supporting fables if you want to submit your crazy ideas if you want to get a shout out as well if you want to help us reach our next stretch goal jump over to patreon.com slash fables t20 what's our next stretch goal it's me carmichael yeah that's the next stretch goal where i dm a mini series in the alien role-playing game with aaron from yoroshin jake roper from vsauce 3 it's going to be awesome we're gonna geek out about all things alien all right so head over to patreon.com fables d20 and make that stretch goal a reality